0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff
1: Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 381. Guys, today is Friday, February 2nd, 2024. It's Friday, everybody. Or Aloha Friday, as they say in Hawaii. Uh, So that was something that they said all the time when I was in Hawaii. And uh, love it. And also, Corrine, she's from Hawaii. She works here. She's she's probably fist pumping right now. She's like, yeah. Aloha Friday. So guys, let me know what you're doing in the comments this weekend. I, my mother-in-law and my aunt, her sister, uh, technically aunt-in-law, I guess, uh, they're going to be coming and hanging out with Lauren and myself. And we're really looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go out and eat. We're going to hang out. We're going to converse, laugh, maybe cry. Who knows? Very exciting. Um, uh, so guys, let me know what you're doing in the comments. Also, this is episode three eighty one, which means we're guys, we're creeping up on episode four hundred. You know on those centennial episodes, we always like to do something a little different, a little fun. Um, so we've got a couple of good suggestions, all right? Some of them are kind of kind of bogus in a good way, all right? kind of kind of out there,, uh, not criticizing. I said I wanted all the crazy ideas. So uh, keep them coming, guys. You can even do it live because we're actually live today, so I'll see them. And so will Nash and we'll, we'll be able to grab them, you know? So if you guys have any cool ideas, you know, just lay them on us. All right. Lay them on us. Uh, wherever you guys are listening to this, please follow us, like us, subscribe if you can. We really appreciate it, including on Spotify. So if uh, if you head over, make a trek over to Spotify and find the gem that is the Elijah Fire podcast and give us a follow over there. We really appreciate it. Also, um, guys, we really do appreciate those donations. You guys are super generous. We we just really appreciate you guys believing in this ministry. Um, So anytime you donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, that's how the funds go here. But then we also funnel them into the water wells, you guys, and we're doing some amazing things. And I'm super excited that Steve and Doreen and they're leading, a. a, they're going with Mike and Lori Sally, who who are the leaders of Show Mercy International, who are working with and through to dig these wells. They're going to be leading a team can't wait to hear about the testimonies and the footage and the pictures and all that stuff. So um it's also going to be an amazing time for Steve because you know this is a this is a vision he had from the Lord for 30 years before it actually came to fruition and uh, so he gets to actually go and go on the ground, see the community, see the people who've been impacted by this. So it's going to be an amazing time you guys. So keep them in your prayers. They leave I think right after or right before right before i think valentine's day it's like the weekend before i think i don't know it's somewhere it's soon it's very soon i know that much so um guys i'm gonna play a quick video and then we're gonna get going with today's show
2: he knows the plans he has for them he hears their cries he longs that they have a cup of cold refreshing water because water refreshes a weary soul it's like a message of good news Through every clean water well provided, we share and demonstrate the good news of Jesus. And it's all because of your generosity. Together, we are revealing the love of our Father to those who are truly hungry and thirsty. But there's many more people in desperate need. Give the gift of clean water today. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams. Five two five Second Avenue Southwest. Suite six two nine Albany, Oregon, nine seven three
1: two one. Thank you guys again for those donations. And then the nice thing about these videos that we get sent by Show Mercy International are actually the footage you see is actually footage they're shooting. It's not just B-roll they're getting off of some stock site. This is actual footage. Um, and obviously, when you see them pulling water out of uh, you know contaminated sources, uh, they're reenactments because by then they've already helped these communities. They're not exploiting them just to kind of, um, but it's just to show to show you guys the 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 sources they were getting their water from, and now they have fresh clean water because you guys. So. It's awesome. So awesome. Uh, You know, I I say this a lot, but I always think of things like this where you're like, you gave like 10 bucks to something, and maybe I don't know how much of it went to something like this. I think we're going to get into heaven and we're going to look. God's going to show us just the impact he did with every yes we gave him. Even if you were like, man, I didn't think anything happened because of that. And it could have been one of the most powerful things you did because your yes, however small it seemed, activated like a chain reaction of events within multiple different people's lives. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see that. It's gonna be like God like flicking a domino. like hey Jeff, turn around and then you get to see just everything he did. can't wait. it's gonna be awesome. I'll probably also be super emotional. <laughs> so um guys, we got an exciting episode today. All right, I met this couple while well, I met one of the people from this couple. On Josh Rich's last episode, uh, the husband, Derek, was backstage with Josh, praying off to the side and just hanging out. And um, uh, so we just got to talking and I was like, hey, do you want to come on Elijah Fire? And, uh, and so it ended up, you know, we were talking about his wife as well, and we ended up getting uh, both of them on and they have a powerful testimony of adoption, adopting children And they're going to be testifying about the amazing miracles that happen in that process. So without any further ado, you guys, please give a warm welcome to my guest today, husband and wife duo, Derek and Rebecca Dukes. Welcome to Elijah Fire.
3: Hey guys, it's (laughs) it's such an honor to be here for real. It's amazing. We're humbled to be on on this platform with you today be able to share what god has done
1: yeah Yeah. it's an honor you guys um so fun fun little story i'll uh well actually i'll have you guys kind of tell who you are first and then i want to tell a fun fun little story kind of a little addition to how you guys ended up on here but um why don't you tell people who you are what you do all of that good stuff
3: yeah um i'm derek dukes i'm 32 and i'm a it guy and uh I help Josh Rich at, at Revival House. Uh, I'm his, uh, I guess, assistant, <laughs> assistant to the pastor, assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and this is my wife Rebecca.
4: Hi, I'm Rebecca Dukes, and I am one of the pastors at Revival House. I lead our children's ministry. I'm also I stay at home and take care of our children, and we're so happy to be here. Yeah. I'm so excited!
1: Absolutely. So Rebecca, um, when I was talking to Derek backstage, I asked, you know, just do kind of a combo. We're like, oh, you and your wife should come on. And he was like, it's crazy. My <laughs> wife actually just had a dream yeah. about. So why don't you tell the dream? It's really cool. I didn't know this. Yeah. It wasn't like subliminally planted in me. <laughs> like it was strictly the Holy Spirit. So why don't you tell tell mm-hmm. people?
4: Yeah. So about a month ago now. Um, I had a dream that Victoria Rich, who has been on here a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, she told me in the dream. She said, "You are going to be on Revival Fire or Elijah Fire,"
0: mm-hmm.
4: and in my dream, I instantly got nervous. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my yeah. gosh, what am I going to speak about?" And she said, "Well, you're going to share your adoption testimony," and I said okay, okay, God, if this is what you want, I will do it. I say yes. And then like two weeks later, Derek is praying to this <laughs> off to the side while Josh Rich is on and we find out we're going to be on Elijah fire. So, <laughs> so obviously God wanted us on here. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Yes. Love, yeah. love that. Uh, we've had that happen several times now where we reach out to a guest and they're like, God, God told me that you were going to reach out to me. I didn't even know who you guys were were like, what? Like, (laughs) so, so super cool. Super cool. Okay. So, um, one of the things that just sort of, I think Josh, when we were talking backstage with Derek and Josh kind of dropped, he's like, they have this amazing testimony of, uh, you know, they adopted some children and, um, and that's all I know. That's all I know about it. So I'm going to give the floor to you. Um, we're going to talk about some other stuff as well. I know you have a word you want to, you want to release all that stuff. Yeah, So uh, we'll just start us off and then we'll, we'll see where it goes.
4: Okay. Well, as I was preparing for our testimony, um, I heard the Lord say, and it was for Derek and I, but I also know that it was for the people. And I heard the Lord say, he said, share, 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 hmm. tell everyone all that I have done for you. Hmm. Shout it from the rooftops. The enemy is defeated with the praises that come out of our mouth. Depression has to leave. Hmm. Worry has to leave. Sing the song of victory. It's not about you. Because I know for myself, so many times I feel like, well, you know, God has done this for me. But I feel like if I share it, then I'm bragging. And people are going to think I'm just bragging about myself. But I felt so strongly the Lord say, it's not about you. It's not how you feel about it. It's not uh, about what others may think. Mm -hmm. But I want you to be humble enough to obey me when I I give you something. And I want you to share, share, share. That is being humble Mm -hmm. to obey me. And he said, when you share, you are breaking strongholds of the enemy when you sing my praises for I am good. I am Mm -hmm. a good father who desires that all of my children would be free and know me. So not only are Derek and I getting this opportunity to share Mm -hmm. what God has done in our lives and celebrate Mm -hmm. how good he is. But I believe that God is he is pushing all of us to share, 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 no matter how small it seems, no matter uh, how you feel about it or I'm too shy. That doesn't matter mm-hmm. Do what God has said. And when we do that, it's breaking walls down of the enemy that he has put uh Around on our lives that He's put on our families, and there's going to be so much freedom when we share. When we share how good our God is,
1: come on, dude, that's so good. Well, and you know, it's interesting because how often have we heard the religious spirit does not like us sharing either? Like you were saying, oh, Mm -hmm. I want to be humble, I don't want to share, but no, like you Mm -hmm. sharing and testifying of God's goodness and His Mm -hmm. provision. Fill in the blank is that's humility doing yes, what God yes. has asked you to do. And I've heard other prophetic voices share something very similar. And, um, and I, I think that the religious spirit doesn't like that. It's like, well, you're being mm-hmm. boastful and you're being, but how mm-hmm. many times have we heard, and it could be outside of the church. You've heard someone do something and you're like, it just sparked something in you. Maybe they did. They, they stepped out, they were bold and they pushed towards something, a dream they had, or, um, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, you just feel inspired, like, yeah. how, but even more so when you hear the of the goodness of God and you, you hear someone mm-hmm. testifying of it or them stepping out in faith. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I, so mm-hmm. that's an awesome word.
4: Yeah. There's such power mm-hmm. in our mouth and what yeah. comes out of it. And when we speak truth, um, just like what i heard the lord say depression has to leave worry has to leave mm-hmm. when truth comes out of our mouth right. there is power in that mm-hmm. so share 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 come on amen. yeah um so i'll go ahead and start with our testament yeah. i'm gonna go yeah, and just start good. and share what God has done in for us and celebrate how good he is i'm just excited that you know we get the opportunity to celebrate how good he is so thank you for that Mm -hmm. um so ever since i was a little girl i always wanted to adopt i just always had that in my heart that i would love to adopt Mm -hmm. one day and uh when i was a little bit older i found out that i probably wouldn't be able to have my own biological children Mm -hmm. So when Derek and I got married a couple years later, we decided, like, let's go ahead. Let's let's get this rolling. Let's start a family. And uh, we signed up with an adoption agency to begin that process. Mm -hmm. We were excited. We knew like, oh, this is going to be perfect. It's going to be so easy. (laughs) God, (laughs) like God already has our children and he does. Yeah.
1: But we just thought it was
4: going to be so easy.
1: Yeah. And, I, uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody uh, say that about the adoption <laughs> process. So, yeah. Yeah. All right.
4: Um, so we came in like with, I guess, rose covered glasses. Uh-huh. On. But um. so as we're we're signed up with the adoption agency and we're going yeah. through the process and the more we find out about it, really, the more discouraged we started becoming. Mm. Uh, it wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not simple. And there are so many children who need a good home. There are Mm -hmm. so many orphans who need parents and it's not a simple thing. And it just felt like you had to have so much money to be able to adopt. Honestly. You had to have
3: that white picket fence. You had to have, you know, tons of money in the bank. Um, Nothing at all ever happened in your past, you know, like, uh, yeah yeah, like you have a speeding ticket and that's going to the agency, yeah. right? Yeah, that like, means you're going to be a
1: bad father, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've right. actually heard, I've heard that where sometimes there'd be like, everything is great. And like the the, the the kid can even mesh really well with the family. They're super, everyone's excited. And then I don't, know, it's like the caseworker, whoever works on, you know, with the kid, they're like, they altered, there was this one couple that I knew where they denied them because, they were adopting a girl and they had a young boy. Mm. And mm. that was their criteria for denying them adopting this kid. You know, it's just end. really yeah. sad.
4: Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing that we were running into and finding out. So we were getting very discouraged and mm-hmm. we had always wanted like a, a large family. We wanted mm-hmm. several children yeah. and we kind of came to the conclusion. We were like, okay, I guess we're just going to be able to have one child. Yeah. Uh, that's really all we'll be able to afford and we'll just have to be happy with that. And that's it. And um, I was in, prayer time one morning and I was just praying to the Lord about the whole adoption process. And I heard the Lord say, as I was praying, I heard him say, I will perform a miracle within your adoption and a miracle for Derek, your husband as well through Mm -hmm. this adoption process. Mm -hmm. And that was actually what I wanted more than anything was a miracle for my husband, Derek, because (laughs) at the time, uh, he is not the same person that you see here today. He really? is totally different.
3: Dude. Yes.
4: <laughs> so, uh,
3: you know, I grew up in a Christian home and towards my later teen years, fell away for a while, was in the party scene a lot. And then um, when I met her, I came back and I got mm-hmm. saved, but that was as far as I thought you go. Like, I'm safe. The end. Yeah. You have know, no other experience to it, no wow. relationship building. Uh-huh. So like God had uh definitely um gotten rid of some things in my life but not everything I held on to some things and then like I started falling away hard and mm-hmm. I was probably horrible to be around like I don't know we got married and then it started going like I was just downhill for the
1: Oh no. Yeah. And I'm sure she was like
3: <laughs> what did I do?
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was awful yeah how quickly was- after you guys got married do you think that happened i'm sure i started going downhill before we even got married honestly um
3: but, but
4: it's probably more like a year where it yeah. was like really bad yeah and um it was more like just- he was just wall he had walls
0: mm-hmm. up. Yeah. and
4: there was times i didn't even know if he believed in mm-hmm. god anymore uh i wasn't even sure And every Sunday after church, we would end up arguing and fighting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I just kept in while that was going on. I just kept saying, God, you told me that you were going to perform a miracle within Derek. And I believe that. Mm -hmm. And I just kept praying and believing for my husband and that he would come back to God. And I remember this prayer specifically. I kept saying, God, fill him with the gift of tongues. Feel him to overflowing in your Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. And I just kept proclaiming that. And I did not see that happen for a long time. Yeah, like what's long?
3: Like how it's something I wanted (laughs) whenever I came back, it's something that I wanted. Uh like when I first met her, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, whenever I first started going to church again, I wanted to be with tongues, and Mm -hmm. I just never could. Yeah. And uh I I I guess I blame it on being very analytical, but it's the lack of wanting to surrender. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't want to look at it like that. No, I didn't want to surrender to it. Uh, I wanted it to just happen to me. Just be yeah. forced onto me.
1: So you I know and it, you know? a lot of other people, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: But it was um, probably about, I don't know, like seven years mm-hmm. before I really oh, saw uh, any change in him.
2: <laughs> but
4: And I feel like today that through our testimony that God wants to give a lot of hope to people Mm -hmm. and encouragement to those who are believing for your husbands, believing for your children. Uh, No matter who it is, you keep believing, you keep praying, and you keep saying, God, I trust you. Mm -hmm. You love them more
0: than I do. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah.
4: You know, and and our prayers are, they carry so much weight with God. They really do. When we mm. are praying for our husbands praying for our children, they carry so much weight. So you just keep believing and keep praying. Even if you don't see a difference for a really, really, really long time, yeah. you keep praying yeah. and mm. believing.
1: Well, and guys, just like I talked to a lot of the people that watch the show and I can I I can tell you there are a couple of people who are watching right now who are in a very similar situation to you, Rebecca, uh, so that you were just describing you were in. So um, I know that this is going to really encourage people. There's already people that are like, oh, I'm already getting teary eyed, you know, so
4: that's good.
1: That's good.
4: Yes. Um, So around this time, uh, we just happened to hear from it was actually Derek's father Mm -hmm. that his sister was raising her grandson and he was about three at the time. Jesse, the grandmother is uh, close to 70. So she's an older lady by Mm -hmm. herself and she was going to possibly have to raise Jesse's younger sister as well. Who had just turned two and he had just kind of just mentioned it like oh my sister she's gonna maybe have to raise two little ones and
3: she has a bad back and you know needs neck surgery and all this like hey you know look at that that might be an opportunity to adopt and it's like yeah someone's just mentioning that in passing and we thought yeah, we're gonna adopt a newborn or something like that, right? Like that's just right. where our heads were at the time.
4: time. Like, and just being very honest, like I had said in my heart, like I want a newborn child. Yeah, I want to experience that having a baby for the first time. But thank, thank God that He knows what is yes. the very best for us, yeah. and that Amen. He doesn't go off of our plan. Oh man, because we. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah.
4: Right. Like we think we know what we want. We think we know. God, what why don't you best just us, me? No. I have
1: such good ideas. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Right, exactly. So uh we just began to open our hearts to the possibility of adopting these two little ones. Uh they're actually Derek's second mm. cousins. So we opened up our wow. heart to that. But there was a lot of hesitation and a lot of fear. Um, their biological father, he's still somewhat in the picture. And we knew that he would have to sign the papers and that it wasn't just going to be a quick, easy thing. So that's where some of the fear came from. But one day we received a call from the grandmother that uh, she was about to have major back surgery and she needed me to come and stay for a couple of days at her house and get to know the children and then bring them back to our home. And at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get attached to them and then have to leave them and not get to adopt. But uh, Derek actually had a dream.
3: Yeah. And keep in mind, like this is still when I'm in a bad place, I don't even know what I believe anymore. Like, I'm just thinking at this point, I just had this weird premonition, you know, like I'm not not even thinking God gave me a dream. I'm just like, hey, um, I had a dream that you went, watch these kids, came home with them to watch them even longer through recovery. And then they just stayed. They never went back home. Okay. And then I had to talk to their dad and it was an ordeal. But we ended up getting the paper signed or whatever. That was all my dream. And this was like just when she was supposed to go babysit him for
1: dude. Me. Wow! So yeah. did you do not draw the correlation between oh the kids that she's going to go babysit, um, or was this even before they that was even a thing? Uh, so th- yeah, we knew we might adopt them,
3: um, yeah. but and I, I was thinking that's you know that's definitely what my dream meant. But I at the time I, I was still struggling with what I believed in God or not, and yeah. whether like that would have been a dream from Him or just a dream I had. And then that, I think definitely touched her that I had that dream. Yeah.
4: It actually meant more to me that he, that God gave him the dream about the children staying with us and them being ours. Mm. Because I knew if he had the dream that it was from God for sure. Uh (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah, It's easier to go like, oh, this is wishful thinking on my part, you know, because of course I want, of course I want to, to take the kids in. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So that just gave me courage and mm-hmm. it really encouraged me. I was like, all right, we're going to yeah. go and we're going to get those children and we're going to bring them home and they're going to be ours. I yeah. knew like, this is what God wants us to do. Yeah. Um, so we went and my mother-in-law actually went with me. She's, she's amazing. But so she went with me and the kids were just so sweet. So they're three and two. They're just so full of joy, so full of love. And you would have never known that they had been through anything at all. Their mother had just passed away and they had been, you know, going from home to home within the family, but they were just so full of joy and love. And I bonded with them so quickly. I was only there for three days. And we bonded so fast. Little Jesse would crawl up in the bed with me at night and sleep, and Reagan would follow me around the (laughs) house. So it was it was adorable, but not to say that it wasn't hard. Because I mean, they're three and two years old; they're throwing fits. Jesse was on top of the table screaming, and I was—it
3: was wild, yeah.
4: Calling Derek, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Derek, I'm scared.
1: I don't know. Like
4: I'm scared. <laughs> but oh. so I was telling him everything. He knew all of it. And um July 21st, 2021, we ended up taking the children back home with us. And they were excited. It was a big road trip. So I know that God, you know, he was in that. He was in that the way they bonded with, with us, the way I bonded with them. And uh, I tell you those dates because um God is so intentional. Yeah. And you'll find out in a little bit why. Okay. But, so, July 21st, we bring them home. And at that time, as soon as we bring them home, I start to see like little changes within Derek.
0: Hmm.
4: And the first Sunday that we took the children to church with us, um, Derek was in the back with Jesse during worship. And he was teaching Derek or he was teaching Jesse how to worship. And he was raising his hands and showing, you know, Jesse, you know, we raise our hands and we praise Jesus. And and this is how we praise wow. him. And and <laughs> I'm watching and I had not seen Derek participate in a service in years. Like it had yeah. been a really, really long time. It
0: has been a while, yeah.
4: So to see him teaching Jesse how to worship, I was just like, thank you, God. You are so Mm -hmm. good. Thank you. And uh,
1: really quick, Derek, when you were doing that, were you like, what am I doing? I don't even do I even believe this or was it just
3: so secretly for, I don't know, maybe a month or two. I was just praying like while I was at work, uh, listening like she would listen to a worship song, kind of get stuck in my head and I'd start listening to it while I was at work doing, you know, doing my normal job. And it's like stuff was kind of changing, right before we got the kids, anyways, and I, I just never mentioned anything. And um, no, whenever I, whenever I got them, it something just hit and it was like I have to like show them what's important. Mm. And I, I don't know why that happened, but I mean I know it was God, of course. Like yeah. you
1: know, at the time it just I never happened. connected.
3: It just happened. Yeah, yeah it's like this is important. I need to teach them this. Yeah, and yeah,
1: yeah. And Rebecca, you're yeah. probably like, oh my, I'm getting the vapors. Like, what? Look at that man over there. <laughs> <And> I know. <was laughs> teaching like, our kids how to worship. You know.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I thought that was so attractive for yeah. sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
4: Yes, and he he not only was worshiping and teaching our kids how to worship, but he also gave up uh, his esig
0: he just nice. gave it
4: up the first week we got the kids yeah. he gave up sugar i mean he just did all kinds of nice. stuff
3: yeah it was a weird time to like go <laughs> ahead and uh, cold turkey no nicotine or sugar with a with new children right uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no the the minute like i saw them go over and start sniffing at the, the cig, i was like Yep, yeah, it's done and we got rid of them like that yeah so that About was a week, miracle so.
4: really because yeah he had, that was he was oh, addicted yeah, yeah. So um a couple months later we uh, decided decided to go ahead and hire a lawyer and begin the adoption mm-hmm. process. Uh, all of our family was super excited. They were all for it, even their grandma. She she was like the kids, you can tell like this mm-hmm. is their home. Mm-hmm. This is where they're supposed to be.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh they we they loved us. We loved them. Uh, everyone was excited except for their biological father, which is understandable. Yeah. That's a huge step because he was going to have to sign the papers. Um, and he actually came down that summer and he exploded on Derek. And- yeah,
3: we we were. Everything sounded good about signing the adoption papers until it yeah. came to like uh, their last name. Yeah. And then that mm-hmm. just blew up the whole conversation yeah and it was like, well, I maybe you know we we started thinking at this point, maybe it's just not maybe this is just how we're gonna live. like they're just gonna live with us, yeah, and they're not gonna be finalized, but you know, God, if that's your will, so be it, yeah and uh we'll you know, we'll raise them however you ha- you know you see fit
4: yeah,
3: uh, yeah.
4: Uh, and within that time, uh Derek. He received the gift of tongues and <laughs> this happened again at church yeah. and he had tried and tried and tried for years before this and mm-hmm. he just never received it. Uh, like he said, he just, he had trouble surrendering yeah. to it. Uh, but while we were at church, we're worshiping and I hear Derek speaking in tongues, loudly yeah. speaking in tongues <sighs> And I had no idea that he had already received his heavenly language. Yeah. So you're
1: just, I just keeping all this like close to the vest, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
4: like, oh my gosh, you didn't tell me. Yeah. And um, he's. I said, how long did you have? Have you had this for? And uh, oh, a couple months.
1: Oh my like, okay. goodness, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: And again, it, on my way to work in the car or whatever, and or just at work—I don't remember exactly when. Just sometime in my car, either at work or on the way, and I—I I don't know why. You, you, just, he
4: said he was just praying and worshiping, yeah. and he received it like that.
3: I don't know why I keep so, it all to the best, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
4: So once he received the gift of tongues. I noticed that he was just set on fire, mm. like he had already began to change. But it—he just began to change, like even more. Yeah. He had this hunger for God that I had never seen before. It was everything that I had been praying for and believing for, for so long, and things that I thought I like—I thought I could argue it out of him, and that I could make him see if I argued. I'm with
3: very him. stubborn, so. but. <laughs>
4: No, God had to do it. And mm-hmm. when he did, like he was just set on fire. So I just want to encourage you. Don't stop believing. Don't stop praying. Mm-hmm. Like you just keep believing and praying and and God hears those prayers. Yeah, They're very on. powerful. Um So around this time, of course, we're still going back and forth. uh, Sorry, really
1: quick. Is this, what year was this? Is it, was it 2022, 20, what year? Around 2022. 2022, Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to, I'm trying to track timeline wise, because I keep thinking it was this last summer I'm like, something tells me it was farther away than that. So anyway, so you're going back and forth with the father.
4: Yeah. Trying to get him to sign the papers. We're doing everything that we can. Being as nice as we can to get him to sign the papers. Uh, it just pretty much seemed hopeless at the time. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesse actually started getting really sick uh, December of 2022. Yeah. He was getting sick a lot. Uh, he had a constant cough that seemed to never go away.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, constant severe ear infections. He had had RSV a couple times. Uh, and then he started complaining of severe stomach pain. Oh, wow. And so one day we ended up taking him to our local ER Mm -hmm. because he had a rash all over his body and his hands had swelled up so bad that his fingers looked like little sausages. Wow, it was terrible. We, yeah, it was horrible. So,
3: so we'd went to urgent care mm -hmm. and uh, you know, they gave him some antibiotics, thought it was something before his hands started swelling and then sent him home. And um, they, we get a call later that day and they're like, Hey, you need to take him to the ER. Now he has infection in his blood. And we're like, Oh, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, of course, when we hear infection in the blood, we're right. automatically like thinking we're, horrible things. Worst
1: case scenario, here we go. Yeah, yeah.
4: yes, exactly. Yeah. And so we rush them to the ER. They do every test that they can think of. And they tell mm-hmm. us again he has infection in his blood. We need to send him to Vanderbilt where they're specialists and he needs to go now. So. Yeah, and that just, freaks
3: us out even more. Yeah. They they told us actually we think we know what it is, but we don't want to say anything. We want a second opinion. Go to Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, man.
4: Yeah, and he's four years old. This he's is
3: four. probably the most freaked out we've been since we had him. And yeah, I remember thinking the absolute worst, and uh, and just praying like God, you just gave this child mm-hmm. to us. Like, don't take him away now. Mm-hmm. And um, but but God, whatever happens, help me be you know the father to him that I'm supposed to be Mm. and uh and just you know carry us through this yeah it was I mean it's awful we we thought you know
4: yeah we thought the worst and so as we're we're so afraid we're heading to Vanderbilt I I'm actually in the ambulance with Jesse and I hear the Lord saying he says keep praising me for the victory yeah what I've Mm. already done for you. Don't let the enemy steal the miracles from you. Be joyful and keep your eyes on me. So I just began, thank you, God, that we have two children with us. Thank you, Lord, for the miracles that you've done within Jet or Derek. We just praise Mm. you that you are a good God Mm. and that you are in control, that you are our healer. And I just began to, just speak in tongues. And I begin to just thank God for everything that Ooh, he had done. That's good. Yes. And I just felt this peace over me that no matter what happened, that God is good. No matter what happened, God is in control. And I actually found this verse. I'm going to read it because it goes along so well with what he spoke to me. Mm-hmm. It's in Romans 15, 13, and this is the passion. it says, Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. I'm going to stop right there. As we trust in him, he fills us with uncontainable joy and perfect Mm -hmm. peace because he is our fountain of hope. So Mm -hmm. when we put our trust in him, when these scary things happen that we have no control over when our children get sick when our family members are in car wrecks mm-hmm. we can have uncontainable joy we can have perfect peace because we put our trust in him who is our hope he is our fountain of hope our never ending hope
0: right
4: so um so that just filled with, filled me with peace and i just kept believing that and proclaiming that and the doctors actually told us at vanderbilt they knew really, really quickly. Yeah, I
3: got there and 30 minutes later, they're like, Hey guys, this is what it is. It's yeah, it's HSP. And it's this rare condition that happens. They said, usually after someone's had like uh, something like RSV or, uh, or kind of like an infection of some sort. Mm-hmm. And, um, what it, it causes like capillaries to bust. So he had a rash all over his body where all these little capillaries or vessels are bursting. Yeah. And, um, and it causes horrible cramping and arthritic, uh, well, arthritic wow. symptoms. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and it, it normally isn't bad, except for in your kidneys, it can cause problems where those burst and they want to like, they want us to come back every three weeks
0: mm-hmm. to, to get Vanderbilt.
3: to Vanderbilt. And uh, keep in mind, this is two hours away. And we let them know this and they're like, yeah, no, you need no, to come every three weeks.
4: You need to come. You need yeah. to
3: go to your local doctor every week and get tests wow. on. And yeah. uh they're like, this could last up to a year.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh Dude. and then so so we're relieved a little at this point because like he's not dying. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> Thank God. Right. But then we're Dude. you know, this this burden just hits us of yeah, we we, we need to drive two hours to this hospital every three weeks and then we gotta go to this one every, every week. week. And keep in mind we still don't have them adopted. They're not on our insurance. We're having to be super careful about where we take them to the doctor so mm. we can pay for it out of pocket. Right.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> man, yeah. dude. Yeah. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit Elijah dot com slash give and become a partner today. <laughs> so
4: we so we take Take Jesse to Vanderbilt every couple of weeks, and the doctors, which they told us it could last up to a year. Oh, all these symptoms. And uh that Christmas was horrible because yeah. Jesse was just like bent over. He couldn't walk. We had to carry him wherever he went because wow. of the arthritis.
1: Arthritis symptoms.
3: symptoms just went from like his head and traveled down. Each, wow. like, how, how bizarre. Each day it moved.
1: And like, so,
3: you know, one day he would just be like his neck would be hurting and the next his hands would be all yeah, couldn't move them. And I mean, he's four on Christmas,
0: yeah, like trying to
3: play in the floor and just
0: can't. Yeah. So we're
4: taking him to Vanderbilt and uh, the doctors are amazed by the progress that Jesse Mm. is making because they told us this could be a year. (laughs) And every couple of weeks we're taking him. And They don't even know what to say to me. Like, they do a couple tests and they're mm-hmm. like, Okay, these tests are coming back normal, but you still need to come every couple of weeks. But his blood's coming back fine. Uh, and then after two months, he is completely well, no symptoms at come all. Uh,
2: That's
0: what's <laughs> up, <laughs>
4: amen. Yes, yeah. So, God is our healer. Mm-hmm. God,
3: <laughs> it wasn't just HSP. Like he had had ear infections yeah. constantly since we got him. He had had a cough and sinus infections constantly. Yeah. Since we got him, it was, it was all gone.
4: Yeah, mm. like a month later, it was gone. Wow, gone. And uh, wow, so that's how good our God is. He's Come just on. so so good. Yeah. Um, and we're still going back and forth with their father. Yes, pray. I'm seeing the comments. Yes, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> So we're still going back and forth with their father at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple months before Jesse actually got had that uh, that bad scare, we were at church and we were in the middle of a revival and we had a prophetess come to our church mm-hmm. to minister. And uh, she calls us out. She actually wrote Derek's name, had no idea who Derek was, mm-hmm. wrote his name down on a piece of paper and asked me if I knew who that was. And I said, Yes, that's my husband. And so Yeah, get him. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: actually taking our son to the bathroom at this point. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm having to catch back up on all of this right afterward.
4: But she tells us, She's like, You're going to have a lot to celebrate in March. And then she tells me you're not going to recognize your uh, husband Derek. Mm-hmm. So, and all this uh, she told us this right before the scare happened with Jesse.
1: So, so she told you as well, Derek? No, she told her, okay. and I had
3: to get secondhand back.
1: Oh, from okay. Me. Yeah, but yeah. what did you think when when she when you heard that that you weren't going to be recognized? I was just like, cool. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like at this point, yeah. I'm
3: becoming more open to it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, like. I, God, yeah. Let's let's see what happens. And I'm not yeah. thinking a thing about things changing painfully in me at the time. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking, like, yeah, God, give me a new job, or like, yeah. you know, like I'll suddenly change, have an affinity my for attitude. a new type
1: yeah. of dessert, or you know, yeah, know.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah
1: I'll, I'll I'll be more joyful. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But I really feel like God gave that pre- preemptive word to us mm. because He knew that we were going to need that to hang on to when mm. we went through that horrible scare with jesse and we just kept proclaiming god you said in march we're gonna have a lot to celebrate so jesse is gonna be healed father you are good like we believe in you we put our trust in you no matter what's going on we put our trust in you no matter what it looks like Mm -hmm. and uh i really feel like just going through all those different things that we went through not only with jesse but um back and forth with their biological father. I really feel like going through those storms actually made us stronger in him Hmm. and our trust in him. Like, I feel like we trust him more now than we ever did and not that we've come to the height of trust because there's always levels. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's always going to be more. Yeah. Yes. There's
4: always more, but I feel like because we went through that, that we know more now who our God is and how good He is than ever before. Yeah. So, just put your trust in Him, no matter what's yeah, happening. Really put your trust in Him. Yeah,
3: and if you get a prophetic word spoken over you, don't think, "Oh, it's sunshine and rainbows the whole way there." Like, be prepared that battle is coming. Yeah. yeah. Typically, if if you're being told something is about to happen, the enemy's going to try to take. it Yeah. Home. Oh, 100%. he's going to try to come in and block it. And yeah. and that could just be the warning
1: that you're about to go through a rough season, but there's light at the end right, of the tunnel, God yeah. is giving you. Well, and I think help. too, a lot of times it's. Um, sometimes you do get words and people are like, "Hey, you're going to go through some stuff, but you're going to come out the other side." I've definitely yeah. received those, but I've also received a lot of, <laughs> "Hey, this is this is what God uh, God is saying, and it's like something really amazing." You're like, "Whoa!" And then <laughs> and then like it seems like the opposite happens. Yeah, you know? and <laughs> yep. that, but what it produces in you when you endure, and there's something that I've been kind of hovering around, because I, I this verse is really marked me. I'm realizing, and it was one that I just kind of recalled recalled to mind a couple of days ago. It's fr- Romans chapter five, like the first couple of verses, but talking about how when we we experience trials and tribulation, that pr- produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope and um knowing that like if god speaks something to you and he's con- confirmed it like it's going to come to pass yeah. any efforts yeah. on yeah. our part to make it pass is going to crash and burn hardcore yeah uh, <laughs> it makes it way worse but yes. when we yield to him and we allow ourselves to endure man through that hard stuff what's produced in us on the other side is that is that thing that god said was going to happen because it's going to happen and you're actually able to stand up under it because your character has been refined like romans chapter five illustrates you know our trials that produce perseverance that perseverance produces that character and that character then produces that hope that hope you can you can put towards that that word and god being faithful and all those things
4: yeah that's so good amen yeah
1: Yeah, very good
4: that's so good yes um so, so, well, okay. So, March first, the first day of March, their biological dad actually signed the adoption papers. Wow. So this was a miracle. Yeah. This was something that we thought probably wasn't going to happen.
3: Around two years in the making. Yeah. At this point,
1: Jeez. this is in twenty twenty
4: three.
3: Yeah.
1: And he was pretty abrasive, right? Um, like kind of. Yeah. With him.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So uh, another part of that. That miracle that he signed it, so we had worked with the lawyers mm-hmm. over and over, so he had wanted their names to not change, and he wanted uh, uh some kind of light visitation thing like once a year on a holiday or something, right, and we were like, yeah, all right, you know that's fine, God, your will be done on it so um he you know uh we sent that to our lawyers, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's take a look at it. They sent us the papers back. We're like, hey, still has our last names and nothing else in it. And we send it back. And I, I think that happened like twice. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we've got it now. And they send it to him. And so he gets it. He signs it and notarizes it and sends it back to us. And we start looking over it again.
4: And these are the official papers. It's
3: official <laughs> and it's done. It's notarized. Yeah. And it has our last name on it.
4: It has our last name. And... Good. We tried to correct it several times. Mm-hmm. We tried to make it right. But when those final papers came back and it had Jesse Dukes, Reagan Dukes on Come it, on. I felt God say, I want this adoption done right. Mm. And when I do something, it is done perfectly. That's it true. is yeah. done to yeah. completion. Come
0: on. So. Come
2: on.
4: God wasn't okay with it just not being done the way that it was supposed to be done. Mm. So praise the Lord. That that felt like a huge miracle.
1: It was, it was yeah. an amazing miracle.
4: It yeah. was. It was. So we just give God all the glory for, for
1: yeah. that. Amen. But
4: amen. <laughs> yeah. So that all happened the very first week in March. He actually signed the papers the first day in March, just like, we were told you're going to have a lot to celebrate in March. And yeah. we did. Yeah. And-,
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. And-, and she remembered that I completely forgot. All yeah. That. Oh
1: yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. But yeah. then towards the end of March, Derek actually came to me and he said, I have to tell you something.
3: Yeah. So um, when I came back, when I first met her and I came back to God, uh, he delivered me of a few things like, Alcohol and drugs and you know stuff like that, and at the time I just thought, oh it's something I quit you know I, I didn't recognize it as as being you know delivered from yeah, a
1: Deliverance thing
3: yeah mm-hmm. but but there there are other things I held on to and I, I feel like now because I didn't develop a relationship with God, mm-hmm. like these things weren't changing in me mm-hmm. and I was holding on to a lot of the world and um so late march i came to her and i i I confessed that i had had an addiction to pornography since Mm -hmm. i was like 16 years old and a horrible lust problem Mm -hmm. and um and but before that even happened for weeks i'd been being uh, you know like my heart was being pricked by god like every time i would pray at lunch and this was you know in 2023 so like i had started praying again I'm I've gotten the, the tongues again and everything mm-hmm. and and I was like god I've I've quit doing all that like I, do I really have to tell you this like um you know it's just going to I know she thinks it's horrible and I agree it's horrible now, but like, you know, I didn't think it then. And no. do I have to hurt her like that by telling her about all of this? Yeah. You know, I've already confessed to you. Do I, you know, all this uh-huh. stuff. And yeah. I'm like, God, this is yeah. about to blow up my marriage. We mm-hmm. just now got papers signed for an adoption. What are the mm-hmm. those kids going to do? Mm-hmm. And all these things kept hitting me, all this fear that it was about to ruin my life. And, and God was pushing me to do it. And finally,
4: Yeah. He wouldn't leave you alone. He wouldn't
3: leave me alone. This went on for like two weeks, maybe a month. Finally, I was like, God, if if I have to stand before you and I haven't done this, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know what that feels like. Right. So I would rather experience this hurt and ruin in my life right now than have stand before you in a, on a day of judgment. Dude, Mm -hmm. for real. And uh, so I went to her and I told her everything. And it was the biggest weight lifted mm-hmm. off of us, mm-hmm. and come on, off of me, that I've ever yeah. experienced. Dude. Yeah, and it was like nothing else was hidden.
4: Yeah, he told me everything. Yeah, yeah. and you could just feel like the heaviness lift mm. as soon as like truth came out of his mouth. Yeah, come on. And of course, I was hurt. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I felt that, but I also felt such a relief like oh so Mm -hmm. that's why that's why there was that block that's Mm -hmm. why he had the walls up and i just knew like by him telling me the complete truth and not hiding anything else from me
0: yeah
4: i knew that god was about to give us even more freedom on a Mm -hmm. whole new level and that those walls were busting down even more as the truth shall set us free mm-hmm. you know that's how we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony so mm. you
0: know,
3: even arguments have changed between us like yeah. you're still gonna have arguments yeah you're not putting up wallpaper with your wife and tell me you're not gonna have an argument no i was gonna say but, even right? the
1: happiest like my wife and i get along yeah. really well you know and yeah. she comes on the show sometimes and uh we're doing a valentine's day episode again this year uh, we did one last year uh but even we argue. We argued today. <laughs> so, yes. You yeah. know, we we get along really well, you know. So
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was it was different. Mm-hmm.
4: There's yeah.
3: there's not that
4: the heaviness Yeah. And the yeah. weight and, and some, yeah.
3: And that
1: theological difference anymore. It's gone. You oh know? good. Yeah. 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 That helps. Yeah. That definitely helps. Yeah. Helped. Yeah. For
0: sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's crazy though, because um I remember I was talking to a um Back when I didn't work here, um, I was working at. Do you guys know what Trader Joe's is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I just wasn't sure if it's. They have it in Kentucky. I wasn't sure. Oh Um, no, not really. (laughs) Okay, well, you just know of it, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so I used to work there, and I was talking to a coworker of mine who, she uh, she was talking to me about how her and her her, I think it, it was her fiance, they keep things from each other. And somehow we got on the subject of this. And I was talking about how my wife and I literally tell each other everything. And she could not believe that she was like, that is, that's crazy. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, because I made a commitment to my wife before God. And we tell each other everything because we are of one flesh. It was, it's a concept that's so foreign to the world. And actually I would even say it's a concept that's even foreign to other marriages. They can even be professing Christians, but that level of transparency before one another, dude, like if you want that intimacy that you're looking for, um, that, that is, that is one big key in, in a, uh, in a marriage or a relationship is that total transparency, yeah. especially when you're married uh, to yeah. not keep things from each other. Like, right. Oh man. So There's- And it's like a
3: a, not habit, but good thing to build anyways, because you're supposed to be that way between you and God. Anyway, Uh he knows everything, but you Mm -hmm. still should be going to him with that. Mm -hmm. Right. So doing that with your significant other is just and it's another form of that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the difference and he had already like given that up. Mm -hmm. He had already like come clean before God and repented of it. But.
3: It wasn't that gave was up. I was definitely delivered of yeah, it. He yeah, he was delivered of
4: it. Yeah. But there was a whole new freedom when he told me and he told the truth out of his mouth. There was a whole new level of freedom.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, yeah, our marriage is different. Come on. It's different. There, there's right. a more of a unity between us. So there is. it's important to tell each other the truth and tell each other everything. And when you do, there's just a whole new level to your marriage.
1: Yeah. And I would say too, I think that it's important to know, like uh, Rebecca, you pointed out, of course I was hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that Mm -hmm. the reality is, is, and I think there can even be weirdly for some people that could be shame there where you're like, why do I feel hurt? I forgave that. I forgave my spouse. Um, you know, and, uh, it's because sin doesn't just, the lies that sin just affects you. It doesn't just affect you, especially when you're in a marriage. It does not. Right. It does not just affect you. And so feeling yeah. that hurt is, is I think is normal. I think it's understandable. Um, and in many ways, I think it's warranted, like the fact that you, yeah. you would feel hurt. But I also think that there is the flip side or the other side of that, which is you, what you said, where it's like, everything felt lighter and, and free. Mm-hmm. And it was like, finally, yeah. we were all together. The walls were down and there. that's mm-hmm. the other thing that comes through it. Um, mm-hmm.
4: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely had to make a decision like, God, I give this hurt to you. Like, yes, it hurts so bad, yeah. but I give it to you and I trust that when I give it to you, that you are going to make our marriage even stronger. Damn. It's going to be better. You're going to turn it around for our good Come on. because we give it to you. We trust you with it. Mm. So yeah, and God, He did. He helped us so much through it. I felt like I'm not trying to brag on myself, but I felt like He did. He gave us like a, a extra grace to get to get through it, yeah. a forgiveness and. Yeah, Yeah. it's just been amazing. He's so good. He's so good.
1: Well, Rebecca, I'm going to quote, because you're like, I'm not trying to brag. I'm going to quote your (laughs) word that you just gave a word at the beginning of the episode. So you shouldn't shouldn't even be concerned about that. So, yeah, because again, you, you testifying of that, having that grace to get through it is testifying of God's faithfulness and his goodness. Mm. And that's encouraging and emboldening other people to go. Yeah, you know what? today's the day I'm going to confess whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be pornography. It doesn't have to be, you know, whatever. And it could be the woman confessing that the the wife confessing to the husband, the husband confessing to the wife, both people, both parties confessing things, total openness. You guys, uh, in, in a marriage so important, dude, like, yeah, I'm a big advocate of that.
4: Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, pretty much like right after that happened, um august 21st of 2023 Mm -hmm. we legally adopted the children with our last name
0: yes
2: (laughs) Yes.
3: so uh, yeah something uh i want to point out here is uh, during our adoption like through that through the agencies and everything it it seemed like we were going to be struck financially hard only Mm -hmm. have one child we got two children, but not only did God bless us in that way, like we had, while we were preparing to adopt through an agency, we had done a Facebook fundraiser,
0: uh, fundraiser
3: yeah. and gathered uh, a little bit of money and it was, you know, it was going to help, but it wasn't enough it wasn't for touch. an adoption agency, <laughs> right? It wasn't going to touch that number. Yeah. <laughs> but for this, it was within a couple of hundred dollars of what we needed for Wow. That.
4: Yeah yeah amazing Thank it was you, Jesus. It, yeah god
3: just yeah. every step of the way had yeah. n- the numbers almost spot on on everything no kidding wow and that,
4: even the date so like i mentioned we brought the children home with us july 21st of 2021 we officially adopted them august 21st of 23 wow.
2: Wow. and
4: So that just let me know, like, God is so intentional. He Mm -hmm. is in every single thing. He is in the details and that he is in it. He is partnering with us in everything. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was amazing too. July
3: 21st, August 21st.
1: And then we were married on September 21st. No way. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude.
4: Yeah. Our marriage date was the only date planned. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. only one
3: we planned. God did the rest. Yeah, it. yeah. Which, and he he probably did that on, because we got married on Thursday, which is unusual. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. So it's yeah. just everything is an echo of your marriage. You know, your marriage date. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a For shame sure. that it wasn't. We didn't do this on the twenty first. You know, it's a missed, yeah. missed opportunity.
4: That would have been so, so cool. You know, whatever.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to share, but I'd love for you to just pray for people. I know that people are really yeah. encouraged by your guys' mm-hmm. transparency oh, okay. and honesty. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I definitely think that's something that's um, when you are that transparent as someone who is very much an open book as well. Um, I, there's something that there's a freedom that comes from that for people. And mm-hmm. then there could also be this, like, I mean, maybe there isn't for you guys anymore, but uh, there can be an intimidation sometimes of like, oh man, God, you really want me to share that? Like, all right, here oh, no, we go. there definitely is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there's so much freedom that comes from it. And I think Yay. that it is kind of a type and shadow, if I could use that phrase, of what we're going to experience moving forward within the body of Christ is a greater level of authenticity, a greater level of honesty of like, Mm -hmm. it's not all sunshine and rainbows when you say yes to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my wife about this today, about this whole idea of, I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about the whole fear within us that we have to be perfect once we say yes to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and the reality, oh, we were talking about there's, you know, because the chosen is really big right now. And there's a lot of people outside of the church who are looking in and curious about Jesus and they like the portrayal of Jesus with humanity. I mean, but there's another side of Jesus. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, like I know Jesus and I know that that's how he is, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys would mm-hmm. attest to that as well. Um, but there's all, Jesus is also Lord. And, yes. um, and I, I was, uh, somehow we got on my wife and I got on the subject of talking about this idea of perfection within the church. And it's like, I'm realizing the older I get, I'm like, no, like how desperate we are for a savior. That's why he came. And so when you say yes to Jesus, like it's a process of like, I talked to guys that are in their sixties that are still, that have been walking with the Lord since the Jesus, Jesus movement, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're Mm -hmm. still refining. They're still, it's a lifelong process. And I remember when I first said yes to Jesus, you know, and I was serving in my youth ministry, my, uh, my youth ministry, and I was like on fire. It's like, there's this fear, like I have to now have all the answers. I have to also be perfect mm-hmm. and I can't show that vulnerability. But what I'm finding is that as God pushes me further into that being transparent,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: it it breaks down a lot of walls that nothing else really could. And people are like, oh, they feel yeah. a sigh of relief. They're like, okay, like he's a real human being. Okay, I deal with the yeah. same thing, you yeah. know, like. So, there's a lot of freedom that comes from that in other people as you guys testify. Mm -hmm. It's happening today, Mm -hmm. too. You know,
4: amen. Amen. And that's why I think he keeps impressing on me to remind ourselves and other people like, share, 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 like, tell of what he's done because there is such freedom in that. Mm -hmm. There's such freedom in our. And in truth, in what the in what the word says, there is freedom in that. And um, as we were preparing to give our testimony, I actually uh, felt a word for someone on here watching. Um, I heard the Lord say, he said, you've been longing for a child, but he says, put your trust in me, (laughs) give it to me. I will turn it around for your good. I'm doing so much more in you during this waiting season. Things that will last for eternity. Trust me in this. You will be so glad for this season and so glad that you went through it. It will be worth it. And then I just kept hearing surrender, surrender your timeline of how you of how you think it should go. Surrender your expectations of how you think it will happen. Just give it all to God and say, God, I trust you in it. When we surrender it all to him, we are saying, I trust you more than I trust myself Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you are God. You are in control. And thank God you don't go off of how I think it should go. But yeah. we surrender it all to all to him. So I just really believe that. Yeah, that God is doing so much more in you as you're going through the season and mm. don't try to like run from it and just totally uh, soak it all in everything that he's doing. Just soak it all in and mm. let it happen and just receive what He is giving you within yeah. this waiting season because you, so you're going to be really glad that you did, and there's going to be so much joy in it.
1: Yeah, come on, yeah. Rachel. Are you yeah. ugly crying yet? Rachel has <laughs> the whole time she's been like, Oh, this is a, I I had a dream about crying, I just had a dream about, or, oh. no, I had a dream about adopting, not crying, and so that's why I asked if she's ugly. Oh crying my god, she, yeah
4: it's uh oh praise yeah, the it's, lord it's
1: most likely a confirmation to her yeah she's like oh. i was like ugly crying the whole time
4: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. thank oh, you lord yeah, oh good. he's so good yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so good praise you guys god. well I, I would love for you guys to pray uh pray okay. for the people uh and then we'll close this out this is fantastic yeah, you want to yeah uh
3: god Holy Spirit, just yes. move on on anyone who's listening, God, anyone who needs to receive from this, Lord, we pray that they they just receive what they need, what yes. you have for them in the timing sure that they need it, Lord. Lord, if it's months from now that it hit yes, just as Lord. powerfully as it is today, Lord. Lord, we're praying for a complete surrender. Yes. For those who need to surrender, God. We're praying for complete obedience for those who need more obedience, God.
4: Yes.
3: God, we just ask that you to all of those listening
4: yes lord yes and i just uh i felt in my spirit someone say like well you know how do i share i don't have a testimony like i don't have anything to share so i just pray right now that the mm-hmm. lord would just begin to open our eyes mm-hmm. to what he is doing because mm-hmm. he is doing something every day god we just ask that we would recognize what you are doing, what you have done, and that we would be quick to notice it and we would be quick to give you the credit, Lord. Mm -hmm. So God, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are our hope, God. Mm -hmm. And God, I just ask that you would fill us up with hope, that you would fill us up with uncontainable joy mm-hmm. and perfect peace that only comes from you God. We thank you God for what you're doing within these people that they are uh, that you are filling them up with uh, encouragement God. Yes. That you are filling them up with hope, Lord. And we thank you God for the work that you are doing inside of us God because that is the most important and we thank you, God, that you are pointing us towards you because you are everything, God. Yes. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' Amen. name we pray. Amen. Amen,
1: Amen. you guys. This is good. This is great. This is oh, so it was good. so
4: fun! Yeah, thank you yeah, so much. Yeah,
1: you. and Rebecca, you have so much to say. You're like, I don't know what you, i are going to say. And I was like, I was smiling because I was like, look at you go. You know? Like, oh great. my gosh! <laughs> yeah,
4: it's not me. <laughs> yeah, apparently it
1: is. Apparently it is, Rebecca. Yeah. So, well, thank um, you. How can you? Uh, how can people f- follow you guys? I know mean, you guys have your personal social media pages, but you also get serve at Revival House. So, tell yes. people some good places to follow you guys. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If you want, just uh, follow Revival House on Instagram.com slash Revival House CC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Revival House is on YouTube as well and on Facebook. Yeah. Um, us, uh, we're on Facebook
1: mostly. So Derek Rebecca and
4: Rebecca Dukes. Dukes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So guys, links are in the description to all of those socials they listed. Theirs and the ones for Revival House as well. So please go follow them. Please like them <laughs> like you like them on this episode, you know, go, go follow him. (laughs) So, um, guys, thank you so much. This was great. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So everybody that's our show. That's our week. Have a blessed weekend. Go do something you love and tune in on Monday. We've got, uh, Philip Hickman back. Um, it's going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking about Jesus specifically as we always do, but we're going to be talking about, I completely forgot what we're talking about. We're talking about something (laughs) great though. All right. I promise. super great. You're gonna love it. It's awesome. Foolishness of the cross. Yes. Okay, guys, it's going to be great. And Philip, he's been on fire lately. So I'm looking forward to having him back on the show. So that's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also guys, we so appreciate those donations. That lets us keep this afloat at five days a week. Uh, so ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate and you get the double whammy. You support Elijah fire through that, but you also get in on the fantastic water well efforts we're doing around the world. And we're just getting started. So many amazing things are on the horizon. So, um, guys, God bless you guys. And we'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Philip Hickman. Okay. Bye.
0: This has been Elijah fire. Thanks for listening.